All right, welcome back to the old Switcheroo podcast where we watch half the movie instead of the whole movie. It saves time. Mm-hmm. It's, that's true. This week's movie only took me 45 minutes. It was nice. It was a good length. Yeah. Yeah, so this week we watched Charlie St. Cloud, which is a delightful film. Yeah. There are spoilers for that movie included in this podcast. Right. But uh, I don't think it'll ruin you wanting to watch it. No. So I I'm, think anyone who would enjoy watching this movie wouldn't be upset by the spoilers. I think they'll still enjoy it. I agree. Yeah. So. Is this a nice Christian movie, would you say? It kind of got Christian-y towards the end. Not really in my half. Okay. Well, they don't, it's not, they don't go to a church or anything. But, but it, they, do they start to talk about, like, maybe heaven It or starts hell? to feel, like, just Christian-y. Interesting. I get, well, oh, there's some, there's, there's some Christianity sprinkled in there for sure. I'm not that surprised. Um, that so we spun, doesn't it taste nice? <laughs> See, I added a little sprinkle of blue raspberry warhead super sour spray candy. We still have until September before it expires, and there's still probably two thirds of a bottle in here. No, it's way. a little less than half. Less than half is two thirds in your mind. <laughs> but <laughs> this is not a science podcast. <laughs> After I said two thirds, I. You did another shake. Yeah, and I was like, hmm. I see. Um, yeah, so we spun the picker wheel. This is coming... We're... Okay, we decided to watch Charlie St. Cloud after watching those John Green movies and also watching Iron Claw. It just felt right. right. And now and... we can just move on from this genre. Yes. It, the John Green movies, of course, are young adult fiction, and Iron Claw is Zac Efron in 2024 <laughs> as a... Sad, sad, large. Who his brothers died. Whose brother died. Brothers, plural, died. And And Iron Claw spoiler. Just don't listen to the show if you don't want anything spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right off the bat, I think this movie was better than either of the John Green movies we watched. Oh, I agree. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I would have finished that movie. I would have started it. <laughs> oh, this time it was fun because it was a rental. So I got to just log into your account and click play at the exact moment where you click pause. <laughs> I kind of liked that. Yeah, it was nice. Like as it paused, I was like, oh, this is funny. Yeah. It was like, continue watching. Like, sure. <laughs> Voodoo, don't ban me. <laughs> For sharing your password. <laughs> Again, we both just. Shared half of movie. We're not winning in the scenario. It's no. the same with being caught at the movie theater. We paid for it. You paid for it. Right. Yeah. It's that's fair. Just... That's completely fair. We right. could have pirated it. Most people would. We also live in the same house. We could have just watched it together. <laughs> All right. Do you want to start with the second half? Yeah. So just for funsies, I think it'd be fun to start with the second half. Instead of clarifying everything... Just, uh, you know, let me go for it. Are you going to start with the end of the second half? <laughs> and then go backwards? Work your way up. Oh my god. Okay, so where I started in the second half is in a graveyard. And Zac Efron's character, whose name I cannot think of at all at this moment. <laughs> Charlie. It's yep. Charlie St. Cloud. <laughs> hey, he's the one in the title. Yep. He's Charlie. It's his movie. We're just watching it. Yeah. Uh, so Charlie, my bad. 
is scaring away some geese from the cemetery. And when he does that, he awakens a young woman sleeping on a grave. Nothing for me. You're right. Nope. We're, I'm I, well, I'm just curious who this woman is. Oh, yeah. Her name is Tess because she's in a movie like this. Uh, <laughs> and she's bleeding from her head. So mm, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. My first thought is like she's probably a vampire or something. But okay. um, then I don't think so. Wait, the only thing we both knew about this movie was something about a baseball scene. Yeah, I knew they were playing baseball in the woods. Right, okay. I also, I'll be honest, I knew it was with a ghost. Somehow that was revealed in whatever theatrical trailer <laughs> I saw. I genuinely think it was before, like, New Moon. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Sorry, so this girl's bleeding. She's bleeding. And Charlie says, hey, bleeding girl. I can't tell if they've known each other forever or if they've just met. He offers to fix up her bleeding head wound. So they go back to his place, maybe? And he cleans up her bleeding head wound, and it's cute. They have, like, a, a moment together doing that. Okay. But then they're, like, they start exchanging personal information. They're, like, hanging out. They are having, like, a whole day together, basically. Mm-hmm. And he was at her dad's funeral. I don't know. The One of the only things they know about each other. But then I, it doesn't seem like she knows that he was at her dad's funeral. Then they're hanging out on a boat, and it's at sunset. And her head was bleeding, huh? Her head. But she did said, they ever discuss why? Yeah. So she says that she like fell down, and he. It wasn't a satisfying answer. Okay. It was not a satisfying. Now answer. I'm just confused because then the other things you said sounded like a character in my half. Was it Tess? I can't remember her name. Might have been Tess. She does have a boat. They love talking boats. They they're both boaters, big time yeah. boaters. Alright, so, so sorry. Yeah, so, uh, but she could have just fallen, you know? Right. Where were we? Uh, oh, they're, they're, the they're out on the boat, and they hear the, uh, Charlie hears the cannons fire, which the cannons fire at sunset, mm-hmm. which is exactly when he goes into the woods to go play baseball with his ghost brother. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the cannons firing the first time. I, I thought something really bad was happening. Because he, like... Yeah, later it became obvious that the cannons were a passage of time thing. Mm-hmm. But I did. I just heard a cannon, and then Charlie was running off the boat to get into the woods. He gets into the woods. This little boy is there. I didn't realize the dead brother was a little kid. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, for Charlie specifically, the little brother says he's he's disappointed that Charlie's late, and Charlie's like, "I met this girl." The little brother is upset because he thinks that the girl is gonna take over. Like, he thinks that he won't be able to hang out with his brother anymore if his brother starts hanging out with the girl. He, The kid is like, hey, you even brought her here. And he turns around and she's in the clearing with them. She's there? She's there. And then the brother, ghost brother, disappears. And Charlie St. Cloud is trying to apologize <clears throat> and say, you know, I, I had to get back to this clearing. Oh, you know what? She was also talking about how she was going to be going on a trip for six months yeah. into the ocean right. and she asked him if he wanted to come and he said he couldn't because yes he, he didn't say why but the reason is because at every day at sunset he has to play baseball with his ghost brother i also don't remember exactly the timeline because there's a lot of like going in and out of like all of the like them getting to 
talk to each other more. Mm -hmm. But they do have sex. And it might have been in the graveyard. But honestly, I thought it was rather tasteful considering it was graveyard sex. Like, it was like a lot of like silhouettes and like nothing. You didn't really see anything. Was it like in the cemetery or was it like in his little quarters? Does he live in the graveyard? Sorry. He lives in the graveyard? He's the care- oh, he's the caretaker of the graveyard. That's why he's so weird. Yeah. Okay. So that's <laughs> why he's just always in the graveyard. Yeah. He it, runs it. It felt to me like they just had sex all honestly just in the cemetery. But I could have misread that because I didn't realize he had quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, they had sex in the cemetery somewhere mm-hmm. and his quarters are elsewhere. Also, she was not quick to join him in that because she kept saying like, I'm not a proper prospect because I'm going, out, I'm leaving on my big trip soon, which I was like, duh, that makes sense. He's also even... not a proper prospect. Yeah. Like you guys should definitely he's, just he's, go for it. Yeah. He, he has to follow the cannons to go play baseball with his dead brother. Yeah. She was really cool about that, by the way. She was like, you don't have to explain yourself to me. They, the next day, maybe, probably, Charlie St. Cloud is with some Brit. Brit? Yes. Oh, yeah. Some, like, weaselly-ass British boy. Like, a high-pitched little British voice. Yeah. He's like, oi, Mm -hmm. Charlie. Can you tell you who he is? No. Not yet. Charlie, did you at least get laid? And then Charlie's like, uh... (laughs) 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 <laughs> I don't remember. But uh, the police come in and they say, attention everybody, there's a boat missing. And Charlie's like, excuse me, cops, what boat is it? And they say, it's the boat that Tess uses. I forget the name of the boat. And he was like, oh my god. I know where it is, Was I think was his reaction. Like, oh hey, she's missing. And there was a big storm. So the working theory is that she got caught up in the storm and something happened to the boat. Zach Efron, or sorry, Charlie St. Cloud. Oh, he is so pretty in this movie. He's so cute. How old was he, like 20? Yeah, I think so. He's just so charming. Yeah. All his little outfits, sweetheart. Just Bowen being in love, caring about just, his brother. Just Yeah, living with pain. Living with pain. <laughs> it's a townie. People acted like they they were so surprised that he could do this movie. They didn't even watch High School Musical 2. No. He wasn't... It would be one thing if he was 100% dipshit 100% of the time, yeah. but he never was that. Like, no. literally not for a single movie. He always has depth. Anyways, so Charlie decides he's going to help look for Tess because he's in love with her. Right. He goes out on the water with, like, some ship captain named, like, Tank or something. And the little Brit, the three of yeah. them go out. And he's like, well, they they actually, they nick the boat from him, from Tank. Tank was like, I don't know, at the boat gas station. I don't know if that's a thing. It was like inside of some other place, like talking, and his boat was left outside running. Yeah. And uh, the Brit and Zach, sorry, Charlie, <laughs> the Brit and Charlie had asked him something about, like, oh, don't you think Tess would have gone up to see if her boat could handle a bigger storm? And the guy was like, no. And they're like, haha, fuck you. They'd steal his boat. 
He gets on the boat. The Brit, like, captures him for a second, talks him into chilling out. He's like, don't be mad at us for taking your boat, but we got to find where Tess went. He's like, I don't know why you think you know where Tess is. Do you even know Tess? Have you ever spoken to her? And Charlie's like, yes, I definitely have. Like, oh, I know her. You don't know the Brit's name. I don't. But sure. every time I look at IMDb, oh, I guess he's got to be the actor named Augustus Prue, huh? <laughs> I would think so. None of these photos look like him. Sorry, I'm just looking for the synopsis on IMDb so I can skim. There's one part that I really would like to get correct on when it happened. He was 22 when he did this movie. Okay. When... Okay, so... Tess and Charlie realize that it's not going to work out between them because he needs to stay in the field with his brother. And she, the next day... Ah, that's right. So she is walking her dog, and nobody is acknowledging her speaking. You know where this is going. No one's acknowledging her speaking. No, Her dog gets off leash and isn't listening to her. <gasps> she looks in this, there's like a window, oh, and she no. doesn't have a reflection. And she sees the little brother. She can see him. She can see him. And <laughs> she's a ghost. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Wait, so... So then I was like, is Charlie going to be a ghost too? Are they all ghosts? So you think... God, you know why this is hard? Because unless you have a clear explanation, we don't know. I think you have to watch the whole thing to understand... If she's dead the entire time, or if she died when he found her bloody. It is hard to know when she died, because they tried <laughs> to do some flashbacks and whatnot to like be like, ooh, reveal, she's dead, she's a ghost. So that's revealed before, um, before the cops come in and they're like, hey, she's missing. And then Charlie does, he, I don't remember if he knows outright or if he just suspects, but he gets on the boat to go look for her and it's about to be sunset. And, um, the Brit is like, Hey, what's your, what are you going to do? Are you going to try to go back to play baseball with your brother? Or should we keep going forward and try to find Tess? And he's like, I have a feeling she's still alive somewhere. And I think that her boat is upstream and we need to get to her. And I need to like leave the past in the past. And, he doesn't go play baseball with his kid brother and it shows the kid brother sitting in the field waiting for him and getting sad, which was really sad. But also like, I felt like kind of a cool statement on grief. Like you can't, you can't just be there forever. You can't keep going back right. to the field every day. And like they're the child, like he's not there to. Right. It's not actually doing anything to benefit him. No, he's not there. He's not going to grow up. And like, I just remembered you don't know how the brother died. A uh, drunk driving accident, I'm guessing. Is that how? Not really. Oh, wow. It's not that. Well, that's... Did someone make another drunk driving joke in your half? Tess asked drunk driving accident. Oh, I can explain that later. Okay. So, um, when the child is left in the field, though, he sends, like, uh, telepathically sends a shooting star over some rocks that Charlie St. Cloud sees from the boat. 
And so then they veer towards the shooting star, and he's like, thank you so much, Sam. They go towards the rocks. They find Tess's boat, and they find Tess. And he unzips Tess's wet jackety thing, which is, like, on a rock. Oh, well, he jumps in the water to try to investigate her boat. He gets stuck down there. The The man driving the boat is calling for help, and then the Brit... He's calling... Uh, this was a, the only time I left. The, the man on the boat is, like, calling on his walkie, like, I'm gonna need the coast guard for e like emt for one person and the brit was like two he just jumped <laughs> he did. it was just so swift it made me laugh out loud so he gets under there he's looking around he has a flashlight the water is rising he's in this upside down boat his vest gets caught on uh something within the capsized boat and he's like stuck on the vest and he can't rip it off and it looks like he's going to drown because now he's underwater. He drops the light. It's turning pitch black. He's wriggling with this boat and he's all stuck. He finally gets out, but immediately gets his body and head slammed against a rock. So I'm like, okay, is he going to die now too? Is this, they get to be together in heaven? But no, he sees her on a rock and he stumbles over there, unzips her, puts his body warmth against hers. And uh, then he comes to in the hospital where the Brit is asleep in a chair and he wants a swig of water. So he grabs a cup off his little thing at the hospital, his uh -huh. little stool. And it's straight gin. The Brit has been sitting there drinking gin out of this cup. And then they laugh. And he's like, how's Tess doing? Blah, blah, blah. And she's fine. But only because Charlie's put, used his body warmth to save her. Otherwise she would definitely be dead. So he saved her life. So she flatlined and came back. And she came back. And so now she's alive. And <sighs> then they like are kind of both around town for, I don't know, anywhere within a few days and a few months. I don't know. He's like, hey, do you want to come out on the boat with me or something? I forget. And she says no. And he tells her not to be afraid of the boat because like she's got to get back to boating. Boating is life. Right. And she said, well, I'm not afraid of boating. I'm afraid of you. And he's like, huh, why? And she's like, well, I had all these dreams about you. It was the experiences they had together when when she was a ghost. But she remembers them. She had them as, like, visions or dreams. Whoa. And remembers, like, spending all this time with him. Yep. Hmm. A, few, a few months later, Charlie decides to quit his job and move on. He's a paramedic now. Oh, she's He's a, a paramedic? Yeah. Yep, and then he tells her about how they fell in love. So it's like a little bit 50 First Dates. Right. A little bit John Green. So Honestly, she's alive at the end. She is alive at she the end. She just died for a few minutes and then. She was for a while. Uh, for a little. I mean, I'm a little confused on how that shakes out. Like, I would think if you Because they had to get out into the water. 20 and, miles. And they had sex. They had enough time to spend the day together, air quotes, and, like, they definitely fucked. Like, her ghost spent the night. And it was the next day that she found out she was a ghost, and he found out that she was missing. So what do you got? <laughs> Alright, so the movie starts, um, Charlie and Sammy are, like, sailing, they're at some sailing competition for boating. Charlie wins. Everyone's like... Are they the same age? No, no, no. He's always a baby. Or a child. He's always that age. Charlie's always that age. Gotcha. 
And so they win. There's some like jokes about how he has like a, um, a scholarship to Stanford for sailing. He's like driving with his mom. You find out their family's like pretty poor compared to everyone else. And he's like saying, oh, he's not going to go to Stanford because he's going to stay like help mom with bills for a while. And she's like, no, you have to go to Stanford. Mom's like, okay, I'm going to go out. I picked up a night shift. You're on Sammy duty tonight. And he so, has parents. Well, he only has a mom. Dad dipped. Gotcha. And so mom is like working double shifts every day. And so mom runs away. Mom goes, mom goes to work and Charlie's like, I had plans. And so he's like mad. And then he gives Sammy dinner and then he sneaks out the back and he's driving the car and Sam jumps in front of the car and he's like, uh, what are you doing, Sam? Go back inside. And Sam's like, you're supposed to be on Sammy duty tonight. And Charlie's like, I didn't have a babysitter when I was 11. Just go to sleep. And then Sammy just annoys him. And so he gets in the car and he's going to go drop him off at his friend's house. And they're driving and they're like arguing, doing like brotherly shit. Sammy's whole thing is baseball. He's obsessed with baseball. And Charlie's like, every single day, because they're talking about Charlie going off to college. He's like, I promise every single day I'm going to play catch with you. and You're going to get better and you're going to be the best baseball player ever. So then they're in the car. They're like punching each other, just being bros. They're like at a stop sign and a car behind them hits them and it hits their car into like a semi truck and the semi truck hits Sammy dead on. And then there's like a 30 seconds where they're underneath a car. Charlie's holding Sammy and Sammy's like, oh my gosh, my body hurts. This hurts so bad. And they're like, what are those lights? Where are they going? And it's like the police and EMT coming towards them. And Charlie's like, they're just looking for us. It's fine. And then they're in the ambulance. They're trying to revive Charlie. And the guy in the, driving the ambulance is like, just stop. He flatlined forever. Like, he flatlined minutes Wait, ago. Wait, Charlie or Sam? Charlie. Charlie flatlined? Mm-hmm. I knew there was a chance he was a ghost. He wasn't a ghost, but he could have been a ghost. Right. But they're like, just stop. Like, you can't save him. And the guy's like, there's always a there's always a way. And he, like, prays. And he's like, St. Jude, do this. Oh! There's a St. Jude thing I forgot yep. about. Yeah. And so then... Charlie comes back to life and he's like, where's Sam? Where's Sam? And Sam's like next to him, but like clearly dead. And so Charlie had died for a few minutes and then he got revived. Gotcha. So then Char- that explains he tried to like give advice to Tessler. She was like, but I saw light. And he was like, they always see light. Yeah. Yep. So I get it. And so then they go to his funeral or whatever. And while they're at the funeral, he kind of freaks out. And he runs into the woods and Sammy's there. So he's like, I'm going to be there every day at the sunset cannon. So he does it every single day. Then you see there's like a sign that says um, caretakers room or something like that. And he's just going out doing landscaping around the cemetery. There's like a little montage of him doing little cemetery things like making a sign that says don't rub the gravestones. He's like trying to get all the geese away. Yep, he's just running the cemetery now. Oh, I did think it was... I assumed he was scaring the geese because he was, like, superstitious. No, it's because they're pooping all over the gravestone. And it's his job. Right. Yeah. Um, The Brit is some guy who works for him. So he just, like, repatches the grass and stuff. Why did they have to put a British guy in where the main character's name is Charlie? (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
It was 2010. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie bit me. <laughs> and so one of the first introductions of Charlie, he's like, you gotta get me with me and Cindy. We have this great girl for you. And they're like talking about this girl. It's Wait, what's his us. name? Do you know? I haven't been able to figure it out. Oh, I when I looked on IMDb, I have to assume he was the actor named Augustus. I didn't look at the other name, though. Alistair Woolley. Yeah. He's like trying to get him to go to this party tonight for like his anniversary. And he's like, I know you don't ever go out. And Charlie, Shrugged not him. interested. Yeah. Right. Um, and then while they're like talking, Tess comes up and Charlie's like clearly taking it back. And she's like, why are all the flowers next to my dad? next to my dad dead like i need you to replant them blah 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 blah, blah. and the brit's like hey what the fuck's up with you blah 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 and then charlie's like i'll replant them what kind of flowers do you want she just goes live ones and then he's like okay i'll take care of it right away oh was dave franco in your half no damn wow that's not the first time him and zaki have worked together either. no Dave Frank. Well, I think this might have been the first time. <laughs> it's actually, okay, yeah, sorry. Poor choice of words. What did he do? Uh, so he's one of Zach Efron's friends. And so where he was going that night where he drove with his brother was to go because um, Dave Franco and this other guy, they were like getting shipped off into the Marines or something. And they were going to go have like a goodbye. And so... Yeah, I bet Dave Franco is getting shipped off to the Marines. Um, I might be this might be out of order, but it's actually not that important. But at one point he's at the cemetery and he sees Sully, which is Dave Franco, and he goes up to him and he's like, Hey Or I think he yells at him because he's rubbing a gravestone and he's Dave Franco's like, You think if I'd be rubbing something here, it wouldn't be me? Or something gross like that. Um, and then they're talking about war and Zach's like I wish I would have been there with you. We also find out it's been like five years since everything happened. And we also find out his mom moved away to Portland. So it's just him there. Tending a cemetery. Yeah. And so then we find out that Sully and this other guy, their other friend who went to the military, or I don't remember where they went. Um, they went to war. They both died. And so then that guy disappears. So now we just, so we it's know established he, talks he just talks to dead people. Yeah. Uh, so we should have known that Tess was dead. Well, well, no, because then he, he, there's more, like, right before my half ended, he was started talking to Tess and, like, hanging out. Gotcha. And her dad's grave is there. So, like, if she's leaving. explain that she's there because her dad's grave is there. Right. So she, and they've also talked about his grave already. I was also wondering why he was present at her dad's funeral. Yeah. It makes sense if he works there. Right. I thought um, he was just a lurker. No. Uh, so then uh, he goes to that British boys party or whatever. He meets that girl. Also, I felt bad for him. Everybody thinks he's a weird like townie who just runs the cemetery, which, okay, yeah. But the British boys girlfriend was like, we didn't think you'd actually be here because you never come out at night. And then the girl they're trying to he'll come up with is like, oh, you don't come out at night? And he's like, uh, no, not since the werewolf bite, but it's a full moon. Which was like a cute, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, he's just joking. And she's like, oh, it's not a full moon. He goes, oh, well, I guess you're lucky. And she still is like being a bitch. He didn't deserve that. No, he didn't. He's just like a loner who's sad because he killed his brother. 
Wait, okay, sorry. Not to dwell. So his brother... Was in the car with him. Was in the car... Was he driving? Charlie was driving. Charlie was driving. Yes. Was the brother, like, not wearing the proper car seat or something? His... Or he just got hit by a semi. He just got hit by... He was in the passenger seat. Right, so how is that Charlie's fault? Because he was sneaking out at night, and his brother caught him sneaking out. They were supposed to be home. Oh, I got you. But his brother caught him sneaking out at night and just joined him. I see. When he should have just been home. They did that in um, Hereditary. Yeah, also, raise your voice. Sorry, Hillary Duff. Yeah, so her brother died in that. Don't murder. sneak your kid sibling out yeah. unless you want them to die. Um, so then they're at this party, he sees Tess and he's like Tess Yeah, he like clearly clocks her and then she's talking to some other guy. Oh no. I'm so confused now. Oh <laughs> no, I'm so confused because she was talking to this man who looked like an old man. And like, like I thought I thought it was her dad. Wait, and I thought Oh, she could talk to dead people, too. But there's no way she was dead that entire time. And then came back to yeah. life. Or maybe she was, like, just hanging on the whole time. It was, like, in the halfway maybe. spiritual world. Now I'm going to have to read Because the there was the guy. I can't believe I'm going to have to fucking read the book. Because <laughs> she was talking to the dad. He was like, I don't know why you're so interested in that boy. Like, he's a weird townie. And she's like, I don't know. There's just, more than He's her. nice. Like, we went to school together. And... Then as she's about to approach him, some, like, annoying fucking kid from Yale is just being a dickbag, and he's trying to t- get him to, like, take Jaeger bombs and stuff, and he's like, oh, no, thanks, no, thanks. And, like, Charlie's being nice and, like, shooting the shit with people, and then the guy's trying to get him to take a shot, and he goes, what, it's not like any of us are depending on you for DD tonight? And so then Charlie starts pushing him, and he's pissed. He's like, what the, f- what did you just say? And then they, like, get him off of him. He's like, yeah, you just saved yourself a beating, Charlie. And Charlie's like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, how's the how's the corporate job, huh? How's it going? He's like, I heard about layoffs. He goes, yeah, but I'm not worried about it. I'm still on top. And he goes, oh, so you still got full dental? And the guy's like, yeah. And then he punches him in the face. <laughs> so anyhow, I think Tess hears that. That's why the whole drunk driving thing comes up. Because she's, like, walking up to say hi to Charlie. I see. What happens after that? Him and Tess end up hanging out, kind of. Oh, and she's like, do you remember me? He's like, yeah, I remember you. I already put new flowers at your dad's grave. And she's like, no, like from high school. We were in AP together. And he goes, yeah, you're the one who always sat up front and wears your hand for every answer. And then they started talking about Bowen because he loved Bowen. They love Bowen. She loves Bowen. And then he showed her he had this idea because there was this big storm coming before the big six-month race. And she was trying to figure out how to make her boat work. And he was like, if you do this whale tail, you'll be able to get through all the storms. And then there's also a clip of her, like, going through a storm. But it doesn't, like, show her, like, going into the water or, like, anything. There was some, like, crazy storm footage. That's when she... That's when she died. Yeah. So I think the storm... So I think everything before that, she is alive, normal. You think? But then she goes out into the storm. Because she also said something... Maybe, also, the reason maybe she understood, like, the Sam thing is because she, like, does talk to her dad. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's, like, the same thing that he's doing. Right. And when they talked after she was out of the coma or whatever, something 
Charlie said to her was one of the last things that anyone said to her before she went on that boating trip. So they did like speak before. about the boating trip. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that was the last time they talked. Maybe I'm thinking. And okay. then the that was definitely after the party because that was the first time that they like actually had conversations. Um, also, at some point, he ran into the EMT who saved his life, and the EMT was like, "Oh my gosh, Charlie St. Cloud." I'm so happy to see you. Like, can we please get a coffee? Like, uh, you, like you meant so much to me. And Charlie's like, no thanks. He goes, come on, just have a coffee with me. And the um, EMT was like, so what are you doing? Are you in love? Are you married? Like, you, I'm sure you're living this great life. He's like, no, none of that has happened. And he was like, nobody believed in you, but I knew you were still here. And he's like, do you ever wonder why? Why God chose you? God isn't just showing off for fun. He chose you because there's something special you need to do. It was save Tess. Yep. Yeah, because when he saves Tess, he's like, before he jumps in the water, he turns to the Brit and he's like, no, God said, God let me live so I could do this. (laughs) That's why he got Christian-y? A little bit. But then also because at one point someone, someone gives him a necklace that's like a saint on it. And he was like, oh, I've never seen a necklace like this. It doesn't have a cross. And they said, because it's not Jesus, it's St. Jude, who mm. is uh, in charge of like those of lost hope or something. Hmm. That's what the EMT had. He had a necklace and it was St. Jude. So he gave him that necklace then. Then he's just trying to go and get rid of the geese and stuff. Oh, there was like a mudslide. Did you see the mudslide? No. Him and Sammy are playing in the forest and... Charlie all of a sudden is like, I could do a six-month trip. Like, I could definitely handle that. And Sam is like, no, you couldn't. And he's like, yeah, I could. And he's like, no, you can't be alone for six months. And he's like, I can handle it. And he goes, so are you going to leave me and go on this trip? And he's like, no, I'm just saying I could if I wanted to. But I'm not going to. I'm going to be here every day with you. And then it starts, like, raining and storming. And then they start running through the mud. Which I was, just, like, waiting for it to end at that point, And I was really hoping you were going to start it while they're running in the mud. The little boy, like, gives him permission to move on, too. That's good. I'm glad. He was he did cry when he didn't show up. But then later on, when Charlie, like, returns to the field at some point, and Sam's not there, it shows Sam, like, standing behind him. So, like, they're not looking at each other. He's standing behind him, and he's like, you can imagine, you can, like, try to imagine all the things I would have been, but you'll never see what I would have been. Good, I'm it's glad. It's not gonna happen. So, just, like, the thought of just working at that graveyard forever. That's, that's literally the, so sad. Yeah, that's really rough. But I thought Zac Efron did a great job. He, he did so good. Such a delicate balance of like heavy stuff and funny also just stuff. being like and what funny stuff. Yeah, and also just being like a teeny, like teeny bopper. What's the word? Just like a heart a teeny throb. bopper. I think is the one. <laughs> <laughs> just being like a. Teen heartthrob in that. It's like more believable. It's not he corny did a good in the way job. that those John Green movies were at no. all. It's a serious movie. It's, there's a reason none of them played Kevin Von Erich. That's so There's funny. a reason Augustus Waters didn't play Kevin Von Erich. No, that's actually 100% true. Yeah, there's a reason that um, Cara Delevingne didn't play Kevin Von Erich. Because <laughs> she couldn't put on the muscle mask. She couldn't. She wasn't tall enough. She's probably had the haircut, though. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely had the haircut. 
This is a good movie. Yeah. It's really straightforward. It seems like it'd be good for like a substitute teacher day. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. 2010. Dude, people are just prejudiced against Zac Efron, and I don't know why. Why? Because of High School Musical? I think people don't respect High School Musical for what it is. It's not amazing, but it's better. It's not the same quality as a made-for-TV movie. It has, like, a whole thing about it. If it didn't, they wouldn't made they wouldn't have made so many sequels, and they wouldn't have rebooted it. Yeah. They rebooted it. <laughs> like, in a way that actually holds up and produced multiple famous yeah. people from it. That's actually true. Like... Literally one of the world's biggest it's stars right It's not Zoe right now. 102. It's, it created Olivia Rodrigo. So, right. like, clearly it was a good enough production. And the first one created Zac Efron. And technically Vanessa Hudgens. And Vanessa Hudgens told Austin Butler that he should be Elvis. So with And now for the rest of Austin Butler's life, he sounds like this. Because of High School Musical. But he hired a dialect coach to get rid of the accent. Did you realize that that was for a movie that's already come out where he literally sounds like Elvis? I did not know that. <laughs> he literally is talking about how he hired this dialect coach for this movie. And the whole time he's like, yeah, so uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I had to hire a dialect coach to not let these dogs out. Wise men say. <laughs> well, Jimmy Kimmel. I hope you'll be dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> I'm getting all of them wrong. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Hey, Jimmy. I'm, I'm going to go hit the cater and I heard they got a uh, bacon peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> my dogs are howling. Oh, my God. Do you remember the story about when they made the movie of Dear Evan Hansen and Ben Platt got the title role even though he was like 10 years too old for yeah. it and looks 10 years too old for it and they said the reason why was because Mark Platt, his father, produced the movie? Yeah. Mark Platt was one of the producers on Charlie St. Cloud. Huh. Is that why Dave Franco's in it? Maybe. Because that fell out of place. <laughs> well... Was Dave Franco doing anything yet, though? Because I didn't hear of him for a while. Maybe. I mean, other than being James's right. brother. Okay, keeping this IMDb, Zac Efron's top known for filmography, the first is 17 again, which I guess, right, that did well. Mm -hmm. uh, it did not, it's not rated well. <gasps> 17 again has Matthew Perry in it? Yeah, he's the older version of Zac Efron. I thought someone else was the older version of Zac Efron. Nope, it's Matthew Perry. That's why Matthew Perry wants him to play him in a biopic. And that's why when Zac Efron got his star in Hollywood, he randomly had to pick. Matthew Perry. So that's number one. Number two is High School Musical 3. Number The next one is The Lucky One from 2012. Mm, I forgot about that one. A Marine travels I think to he's Louisiana like after serving three tours in Iraq and searches for an unknown woman he believes was his good luck charm during the war. Oh, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he's looking for a pot of gold in that movie. <laughs> oh, it's a lucky charm. The lucky one. Mm -hmm. 
We should watch that for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah, that's fun. And then the fourth, because it shows four on IMDb, mm-hmm. is that one where he was Ted Bundy. Did you watch that? Is Ironclaw not on IMDb yet? Or Yeah, also, why that? Why is that movie not getting recognition? I thought it was good. I don't understand. I've, they just sleep on him so hard. Did anybody watch that movie? I watched they should it. have. You watched it. Looks like Zac Efron was in The Disaster Artist with Dave Franco and... Well, Dave they Franco. love each other. Let me see. Is... The Iron Claws and Jeremy Allen White's. Oh, maybe those other movies just did so much better than Iron Claw. Maybe I think High School yeah. Musical Three is just a much better movie than Iron Claw. Oh, I forgot about Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates is Zac Efron and Adam Devine need wedding dates, so they put up like ads on Craigslist, and they That's end right. up pulling Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza, who are basically just two girls looking to get drunk for the weekend. Who lie right. about their credentials to go to this like upper class wedding? But Mike and Dave are kind of lying too, so it's a perfect match. I think I remember you telling me about this one. It's a great movie. Have you seen Dirty Grandpa? I think I saw it in theater. Not Bad Grandpa. No, I saw Bad Grandpa. I have not seen Dirty Grandpa. Oh, this has some of your other favorites: Robert De Niro, De Niro. and Aubrey Plaza. I do love Aubrey Plaza. I hope Aubrey Plaza and Zach. Oh, Kendrick I like this guy, Brandon Michael Smith. Zach was in the Lorax. Who did he play? Ted. Danny DeVito played the Lorax. Wait, did you know <laughs> Taylor Swift is in this movie? No. <laughs> the top bill cast for the Lorax is Zach Efron, Taylor Swift, Danny DeVito, and Ed Helms. Wow, what a crew. I don't know anything about it, really. I mean, I read the book. Oh, people have no respect. He has... He's been working so hard for so long. He played Fred in 2020's Scoob. He played Pizza Guy number one on Heist. See, that's a great role. He played Love Interest in Vanessa Hudgens' music video, Say Okay. Dave Franco's number one movie is Neighbors. So that tells me that those... Okay, so those other movies on... Zach Efron's page just really did that much better than all those. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't think you could pay me to watch Baywatch 2017. Oh, wait, it has Priyanka Chopra in it. <gasps> it does. It does. I would be curious. It's just that when I, I, like I see the, the Rock is in a movie, I know it's bad. Ooh. I like the idea of Zach Efron making out with J- Nick Jonas's wife. I don't know that that's at all what happens, but the idea it, it is possible. It's not off the table. Mm-mm. Maybe it'd make a little more sense than Nick. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick. We just want um, Zach to be happy. Yeah. Also, when I was looking up stuff for Iron Claw, I found Zach Efron talking about the exercise and workouts and like food cutting he had to do to get in Baywatch shape. Uh-huh. And he said it made him feel god awful. So people who are pissed about the way that he looks should be worried about no one was worried when he was in Baywatch. No. That's what bothers me. Is like, they, they people just don't... I mean, it's the same with the way people treat a lot of celebrity women. Right. Where, like, you just nail in on some. You think someone looks gross to you. Yeah. And that's when you decide to start caring about their health. Right. Except nobody's even pretending to care about his health. They're, They're just saying he looks ugly. They're <laughs> just like, this is gross. Yeah. Why'd you do that to yourself? 
Pamela Anderson's in the new Baywatch. And Hannibal Burns. Now I feel like I gotta watch that. Yeah. Alright. I think one of the top three is Sammy. Nixing Sam. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Our options here. Who the fuck is Claire St. Cloud? Is that his mom? Did you get any mom in your half? I don't think there was any mom in my half. No, because she was she was only in the first like twenty minutes. Wow, this sucks. So I guess it's Zach Efron or let's do the characters. Charlie St. Cloud, Claire St. Cloud, the mom, and Tess. I think I'm gonna kill mom. Even though she was in Wayne's World. <laughs> She's also in like Batman or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I I mean I knew her for like ten minutes, you know. I didn't know her at all. Yeah, so. you didn't even know she existed. I truly did not. I assumed it was a sister. Yeah. Um, no. I'm gonna kill her. And then I think fuck Tess, Mary, Charlie. He's so pretty. He's so pretty. And he's just like, he's just a hardworking man. Sweet, loyal. He likes to boat. Loves oh, boating. if you marry him, he's gonna take you on his boat. Okay, Tess would also take you on a boat, though. Yeah, but she died on a boat. I was gonna boat. say, but she would <laughs> crash it. Yeah, he got a medal. And a scholarship on his boat. Mm, he is better at boating. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah, so I guess Mary, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, I guess fuck Tess. Yeah. Which might be a ghost. We don't really know. We don't know, but they had a great <laughs> night together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right, that's a wrap. Yeah.